wow, this is a situation that uh, we are committing to the Jeep, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, I am currently in the lobby of a hotel in Washington, D.C. at our nation's capital. And, uh, and she is uh, on a work day being committed to making sure he's moving his schedule around to make sure that we discuss all of the amazing things that happened this past weekend. So uh, wait, way to go, man. I'm proud don't, of you. Don't, don't tell my boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of a, a wild little setup we got going on, but we just could not. Uh, I was the one leaving the, leaving the state uh, during the week. So um, it's actually my fault, but we're here and we're making it happen. We just couldn't miss it. So, uh, well, man, well, so just, would you like to just recap what happened this past weekend and, and just the magical experience that it was? Yeah, it, it was it was incredible, and I I mean honestly, you know, you go back and think about that uh, that weekend and um, from start to finish, it was an incredible tailgating experience. My brothers got to our tailgate and save it at about four thirty in the morning, uh, and saved it so we could set up at seven o'clock. And man, by by eight, the entire lawn was filled up, um, and it was basically a tent city. We were right behind the SEC yeah. Nation and all that. Uh, and, and, you know, just an incredible experience. The, the dogs, you know, walking in the stadium, I was feeling good. And then you saw, I think, really after that first couple of series, you know, we obviously started off, you know, a little, it was a little hairy. You know, we had the fumble uh, early on. But then after the first couple of series, especially how our offense, excuse me, how our defense was answering the bell, I really felt once once we got going a little bit, I was like, man, this is this is gonna be a beatdown, and, and 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 let's be honest, the score does not do it justice. How much we just obliterated them. Well, and, and I absolutely agree. And the, the biggest thing for me, uh, kind of going before getting to actual play, I have never been more proud of our fan base. Yeah, I have truly never been more proud of of what we, how we just showed up and, and played such a pivotal role and and my dad was even talking about it uh, yesterday. Uh, we were trying to explain it to some folks and um, up here in D.C. what we what we, what we saw. So we're, I'm actually wearing my national championship uh, shirt right now. Um, make sure people know what I'm about. And uh, we, we were, when it started raining, it got louder. <clears throat> like not a single person left that was yeah. wearing red and black. And it just got more intense. And it was, it was like a movie, the way that everybody – was uh, was acting during the game and it got so loud. I, the the decibel reading up on the scoreboard, I don't really believe that was accurate, but it was it was pretty incredible watching just how intense everybody was. And, and the crowd was very good about when they were getting crazy, when they were getting engaged, and everybody was smart about it. It wasn't like we were just, everybody was all over the place. It was very yeah, everybody except for whoever's well whoever's in charge of the karaoke camp. Yeah, he well, was, we <laughs> they've been, been idiots since the beginning. <laughs> Go ahead and fire their ass. <laughs> <laughs> so, that, but yeah, I mean, man, you're just talking about just that same feeling we felt against Oregon. I mean, it was really you just from the first snap to the last, it was just a catastrophic beatdown on on our part, and and just playing with focus. And and we've just seen now we've seen glimpses of what we're capable of from that perspective. And to me, that's what is so exciting because 
to me, we still haven't even reached our potential. Like we're still, we still got guys because we didn't even have, we didn't even have our bit, some of our best players. Yeah. Having Jalen back, I think showed it showed itself in a major way on multiple occasions. But we're seeing some guys on defense start to really show up. You're looking at Bullard and um, these guys that really just had a heck of a day, and um, and then we're still we're still even missing some weapons on offense. So I'm just proud of where we're at and, and the direction we're going. But I think we showed that when we're focused we can do whatever we want like when we're at when we're at our best nobody in the country can stop us in my opinion but the key is are we at our best and, and are we focused and are we doing everything we need to do and can we be focused like that for the remainder of the season yeah week in week out and 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 uh, man going back to the guy you just mentioned though i gotta gotta give my my millersville boys another shout out uh javon bullard man that guy played his best Unreal. game he's played uh defensive mvp mvp of the game uh, he had a couple sacks. I think he had uh, maybe one or two tackles for loss. Uh, I think six or seven total tackles. And the thing is, you know, what, what they did with him, I mean, I, from what I understand, Muschamp and Schumann game plan this back in the summer. <laughs> and they've been working on it since then, right? And uh, I think what they did was, you know, bringing that pressure from that star position basically leaves our cornerbacks out on an island. And basically, they just tr- put so much trust in number five and number three. And the, and the funny thing is, man, you watch Keeley play, and I thought Keeley played just fine, but he still, his coverage is still a little shaky at times. But you never really saw much of Kamari. Kamari made some really sure tackles, but they really did not, I mean, they did not throw on Kamari, which is, I, don't, I feel like that's kind of telling. But I was just, that defensive performance, I keep telling people, I, I was telling some guys yesterday, you know, it's when you look at this this team on paper and, and what you know what you think their talent level should be, they should I mean it doesn't make sense that, that we are this good. I feel like I, I feel like they are overperforming in a way, but also there's such a standard at Georgia now. This is this is they're performing to the standard. It's not really you know, it's not really an overperformance. It's like look we got these guys. We lost 15 guys to the draft last year. Doesn't matter. Well, I think what you're seeing too is the thing that has to be with Tennessee is you got to play man on these guys, and you've got to have those guys that can cover them, and then you got to be able to get pressure on Hendon Hooker. But the thing is, you've got to be good enough on the outside to be able to man up with these guys. Yeah. I mean, because you're looking at 11 and four, and they are, they're, you just they've just been playing teams that people haven't been able to line up and do what we did. It's really what it comes down to. Our guys are just better and can do that, and can keep them. In those, within those first 15 yards, before they can stay with them within the, those first 15 to 20 yards on their routes, and be able to keep up with them to get enough time for us to put that pressure on them. And we blitzed, we blitzed all night, <laughs> and we <laughs> we went after them. And it wasn't crazy, but it wasn't like sending the house after them. But we're sending we're sending four or five guys almost every play, and but it wasn't. It was a it was. I loved how we blitzed, and like for Bullard, it was great for him. They just weren't going to cover him, apparently. You'd be blitzed the same blitz like five times, and it got yeah. three sacks yeah. on him <laughs> and got a few pressures. So I was like, heck, man, keep feeding him. Let the man go. <laughs> if they're not going to block him, just let him let him do his thing. And uh, and, and so I was I was just proud of us how we – because even like I said, Keeley did a fine job. I mean, you're going to get a few – there was a couple pass interferences that you can get – Kind of, it was kind of ticky tacky and things like that. But when you're going to play that aggressive, you're going to get those. And we talked about that last week. Is you're going to get those pass interference calls because you're playing up so aggressive and, and trying to stay with these guys man on man. And um, 
Well, it's, so it's because I mean, I'm sorry that, that that aggressiveness though we are I mean the, the the pass interference and the holding calls that we had is because we were right on their tail whenever we were covering man to man. Yep, right, and you know those are going to happen, and so that's what you have yeah. to live with those. As long as you're not giving up the deep ball, which we said we said it all last week. We don't care how many yards you get on us. We're just we're we're going to bend and we're not going to break. And because because how, how did you feel? I know you felt just like I did. I was sent all kinds of texts, but apparently service. I guess there were so many people around. Service was terrible. Couldn't get a single text out. I had texted so many things in our group chats, like I want to fight people. Whenever yeah. I saw we fumbled that ball, and um, and I was like, oh my god, we're about to sit here and do this crap again. And then that was literally that snap was the only bad bad play of the day. And we that that first drive, you just kind of x that drive out. And everything else was perfect. Everything else was truly what it needed to be. And uh, defensively, I thought we were we bent, we didn't let them score a touchdown after that fumble. So they stepped up right from the get, been put in a bad spot right in the first couple minutes, and then they maintained the entire time and the aggression and just the crowd noise and, and everything on defense. It was just, Tennessee did not have a shot after they got, they got punched in the mouth right at the beginning, and they never had a chance. They couldn't find anything. They couldn't find an answer to anything on defense, and our guys were just our front seven. We they didn't really even know what their yardage was, or how many yards they ran. But they didn't get any yards. We didn't worry. We were talking about we'll let them get a hundred, six hundred yards. They didn't get any yards. Uh, the, the whole game. I mean, it was it was. They were lucky to get first downs. Their, most of their first downs came on penalties. So they I mean, didn't, you just they didn't even eclipse a hundred yards. They had ninety four. And so it's just it's unreal. I mean, it was a it was a beautiful performance. They just weren't they were not ready for the stage. And um, and I think I think the game's a little different if we do play on neutral field. But if we show up and play like that, it doesn't really matter where we're at. It's gonna be it's we're, we've got the control uh, when it comes to comes to them because it's their offense doesn't get too exotic. I mean, it's very much. I, I, I just feel like we've got a we've got a good shot uh, even if we do play them again. I'm, I'm really hoping that that doesn't uh, turn out to be the case. I mean, it, when you look at the, the college football landscape right now, I really think that obviously the SEC champ is going, the Big Ten champ is going. Um, it's really just dependent with Clemson going down last weekend. You know, I don't know if the ACC has a shot uh, to make it. And so you're dependent on the Big 12 champ and the Pac-12 champ to go. So, I mean, we might end up – I think it may even be more likely that we see Oregon than we see Tennessee. And that all depends on if TCU wins out too, uh, which at the moment, you know, their their game days this weekend at, at uh, in Texas and uh, TCU Texas game. So and Texas uh, is picked to win, which is crazy. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're favored by like a, a touchdown, which is yeah, it's insane. Um, but somebody out in the desert knows knows better than we do. Um, the the thing is, you know, the whole day was so impressive from the. Uh, sorry, getting back to this last weekend, the whole day was getting so impressive. You know. The Georgia fan base showed up and showed out, and and I thought that what was the most telling was, and you you mentioned this earlier, but you know whenever it started to rain in the game, you know it was pretty late. I mean, I feel like it wasn't in hand, but it was. I feel like everybody felt pretty good. I mean, I was doing my na 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 chants like pretty early, and the guy behind me was like, "It ain't over." I was like, "It's over, bro. It's over. Get over it." Enjoy it, actually, is what you should be doing. And uh, sorry, this is like kind of beside the point. But he's just like, you, know, you weren't here in 2016. I was like, sure as hell was. <laughs> you think I wasn't at this? Point? <laughs> anyway, uh, 
you never know who you're going to run to run into. But anyway, the, the the fact that once it started raining and and you know that's one of those times that usually in a lot of the games you start to see about half the stadium go. And man, like nobody moved except for like my wife. She left, but <laughs> she she left with uh with Olsen's wife as well. But they they watched it from the. Uh, you know they got dry and they watched it from the bar at the uh, hotel, so they they were happy about that. But um, no, it just was a magical day. One of those one of those games that you know we'll just end up remembering for the rest of our lives. Um, Chance, what what about the you know what what plays what what players you know we we mentioned Bullard and and all that, but I mean what kind of stood out to you from the game uh, real quick? You know just just in, in the game itself. Well. Um still talking about defense I think I think Jalen obviously he had a heck of a game I mean he played I think that was the most snaps he's played in a game before I think that was his career snaps or something like that it was like 48 snaps or, or something along those lines and so really? I um, yeah I, yeah and so that was a big deal we didn't know how much he was going to play it might fact check me on that but either way he was he was very present and complete like completely negated any kind of run game uh, just stopping up that line those we, our run defense was was off the charts uh I really thought that um, that Stetson just well, offensively, Stetson had a heck of a game. I was proud of him. I mean, didn't do after he after kind of cleaned some of that up and had a couple couple rough plays. Uh, you saw again on that touchdown two years in a row against Tennessee. He escapes, scores a touchdown, and why he is our guy and making sure that we are. Uh, that we're putting ourselves in that kind of position, and I will say too, offensive line play was 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 awesome. Uh, was was a really good day, and uh, we were able to able to run the ball effectively because the whole second half we ran the ball. We were in the victory formation for two quarters. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Once it started raining, once it started raining, it's like we're not going to throw the ball. I mean, we did a couple of yeah. screen passes to like a couple. Lad had a Lad had another another guy. Lad had a big day, um, but I mean we were. The game was wrapped up because, and that's the thing. The score was not indicative of what actually happened because we just stopped. We said we're not going to risk, we're not going to risk sending guys down the field to try to get some of these deep balls and things like that because we're going to risk guys' health. I mean, we're, we're we're slim as it is. It's like let's just we're going to run the ball, and yep. we're you're not going to be able to score, so we're not really worried about it. And that was pretty much what it came down to. Uh, we could have hung another three touchdowns easily on them uh, at, at that point. Yeah, but there was no need to. Uh, they just weren't gonna. They got that touchdown late, and um, but it just it wasn't. We, we weren't we weren't really concerned. I mean, you get that kind of moment. You're like, all right, it's not as close. It's not as big of a gap as you think it was score wise. But yeah, there was nothing about the game that made you feel like they had a chance of, of coming back and, and and making a play and, and getting it close. No, we had their number, and we we dominated them from start to finish. I mean, actually, basically from whenever I thought that. I know I kind of mentioned earlier about how like those first couple of series it was really felt like it felt good after those, but man, that first when when they got when we caught the ball up, they had the first attempt to drive down the field, and we just stonewalled them, and they had to kick a field goal right there. I mean, they get a touchdown right there, they're feeling good that maybe they get some momentum, maybe it's a different ball game, but we stonewalled them, and I mean honestly, you know honestly they were on the. Uh, edge of football, uh, excuse me, of, of field goal range, and I really thought that there might be a good chance that they missed that. We started off and we're just like, hey, no harm, no foul. And so, whenever we overcame that and then just kept on 
dominating the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. You mentioned the offensive line. They gave up zero sacks. We sacked Hooker six times. <laughs> you know what we did? We chanced We We almost – we, we – accounted for uh, almost more than half of our total sacks for the year in one game. We went from, like, I think we were last in the SEC to, like, ninth in one game, you know. So uh, everybody was – I mean, and the funny thing was everybody was getting in on the party. You know, we had guys, Dresden Marshall and Ryan Davis, two veteran dudes who just don't get a whole lot of playing time. I mean, they both got in there and made plays and both got sacks. Uh, the Tresman sack was actually awesome. He kind of – he was trying to get to the guy, and he kind of got flipped up, rolled over, and then grabbed at his leg. You know, I, I really just felt like the whole team effort was incredible. I mean, individually though, Stetson's Stetson's day was great. I mean, you can't be. I mean, 68% completion percentage, two touchdowns, 250 plus uh, passing yards, and obviously, you know, he had a running a rushing touchdown as well. The effort that that guy is given and the laser focus that he has. I mean, that's what's honestly that's what makes Stetson so special to me. But I mean, don't, 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 don't be afraid to say that the guy's fast because when he ran away from that defender, he he made some separation. And the move, people haven't talked about this enough, but the move he made as he's heading into the end zone to kind of cut cut in and then cut back out to the pylon. Oh man, big stuff, it's, big stuff. It's, it's what what about what about Lad's move on that pass though? Oh my God! When you saw, because you could tell how good it was, because the the coach, he just threw his hands up. Did you see that on the replay? As yeah. Soon, Lad yeah. hasn't Lad hasn't even finished the move yet, and the 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 coach has already thrown his hands up for a touchdown because he knows it's going to happen. And it yeah. was it was it was pretty cool to go back and watch. And where we were sitting, I saw it happen, and I was like, Oh my God! And he broke every ankle he had. I mean, it was just it was a it was awesome. And that, uh, that he, kid that kid bit. Hard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he Lad, and Lad, Lad had a great day, and um, and, and I think uh, we did all day, or at least in the first half, we did what they wanted to do to us, and uh, and we were able to do that to them. Uh, we were able to run the ball effectively, had the deep ball play action, um, really made it. We put their game plan out on display and showed it that we could that we could do it to them. And uh, and our receivers just did a heck of a job. And uh, uh, Brock had some big catches. They were trying to cover him up, and that opened up other guys, and guys made plays. And, and so um, we didn't have to do a ton. Didn't have to do anything crazy. Our guys just just went out and, and executed. And so um, and and kind of going back to Stetson, you would think by now that people would uh, try to say, what's, what's the what's the term? They would quit giving us reasons to be to be able to to get pissed off to go out and beat you and all the talk around them spreading his phone number around and doing all this stuff it's like dude do you not realize that like you just don't want to piss us off and you're giving us every reason to get like i mean they did everything wrong tennessee did everything wrong to piss off to piss off a giant in college football right now we are a giant and oh my god like how stupid can you be 
and, and, and I just, and it's because I didn't hear about that until I saw him do the phone thing and somebody told us and I was like, oh my God, y'all are a bunch of idiots to, for, to, for pull, trying to pull this stunt. And I was like, thank you. I mean, they just kept feeding, I mean, they kept feeding us and giving it's us It's because they haven't been there in years. They don't know a what decade to do. They half. don't know what to do with their hands. A decade yeah. and a half. They're like, everybody acts like a, a petty child when they get to this point. And some of them do. And I'm sure we've, we've acted like a petty children in, in that stage before. But it's like, oh my God, it's, it's like the... It's like the kid that's acting like a grown-up when they come to, they're in a party trying to say smart things, and but they're acting like an idiot, and that's exactly what Tennessee was. It was, uh, it was kind of, it was crazy, crazy. But I, well, I was, I was happy they kept putting putting wood on the fire. Yeah, and and uh, you know the former Tennessee quarterback Eric Ainge, he he didn't help either. You know, with all his tweets about the the, the crowd being, I mean, literally they could not have stoked the fire more. You know. <laughs> Our starting quarterback, the the whole fan base, the defensive line was like, you know, they were talking about how we haven't gotten pressure and all this stuff, and all of a sudden we get six sacks in one game. What do you what what do you think? I mean, the national media. I think that was the most eye opening game for the national media because now they are just like, just whenever we decided we were going to underestimate Georgia, they just go out and whoop the number one team in the country, you know, supposed number one team in the country, without batting an eye. Like, there was times, I mean, especially in the second half, like you're talking about, we didn't try to do anything, at least not offensively. The defense was like, we got it. Don't worry about it. Um, but, yeah, man, I, I, I was really impressed all across the board. I mean, the, the, you can't say enough about what this defense is doing. With, like I said, on paper, when you look at it, they should not be this good, and, man, they are. And it's it's a testament to the coaching staff and – Recruiting at the level that we are, it's uh, it's been a sight to see. Well, and, and we're we're reloading, uh, and, and guys are. And, and Kirby talked about that after the game, just how impressive. Like guys wanted to play, guys want to be here and be a part of what we're doing, and that's a big deal. That that goes that that, that has shown itself. Talking about those guys that that made uh, made some sacks and have waited for their moment. That's a it's a big deal for for that to happen, and. Um, we also have to make sure that we talk about our um, our Aussie, uh, Mr. Thorson, and uh, and just possibly, literally the best punt I've ever seen in my life. Like, just without a doubt, like 75 yards. And he didn't even, I'm trying to remember who it was that went down and tried to knock it out of bounds. It was actually going uh, out was, of bounds on its own. I thought it was Rosemary, actually, but it was uh, Nylon Green. Well, and, and it was going out without him. Like it, it, it would have just gone out at the at the one on its own, but he, he still made a play on either way. If it had gotten there, he, he was going to make a play on it. But my yeah. God, man, that was you're talking about you're talking about a game change. I mean, it was Arkansas all over again uh, back on when they came and played us last year, and we had them pinned back deep. We're talking about a game changing situation, and then to get the call that we did in that scenario on the safety. My whole thing was like, you know. I'm like, well, if you're not going to give me my two, I want my seven. And so we just do one play to lad and then just go ahead and get our seven and we're done with it. <laughs> I mean, that's all it, that's, that's what it was. And, um, um, and so it was, that was the, it was awesome. That part was, that part was really cool. So, man, I, I can't believe we haven't, uh, we haven't mentioned that yet. I mean, that was, that lack of a safety call there was just egregious. I, I don't even want, like I don't even know what they were looking at like because eventually you think it's like okay maybe it's a 
maybe it's going to be a forward pass. Like they're going to think that it's going to be that. Like my was thing was going to be if it's going to be a forward pass, call it a forward pass and be don't. But then they just said the play stood, and I'm like, what the heck? What are you? What are you even talking about? And yeah. that was what was so frustrating. I'm like, if it, if you could reverse it either way, I just saw, and I and no one has still been able to tell me what the heck they saw that made it the call stand. And um, uh, the whole guy, I mean, the guy's whole body is lying in the end zone, and the the, the the football is very clearly not across the line of scrimmage. And the, the announcers kept on saying, "Oh, the whole ball has to be across the line of scrimmage, uh, or not the line of scrimmage. Excuse me, the uh, you know the goal line." And you see this guy who's laying, I mean, at multiple points of contact of this guy, and he's laying down all the way, got the ball behind the goal line. I mean, that should have been a safety, no doubt. But then they said that he wasn't down, and then that last little stretch he fumbled and made it to the half-yard line. I don't know, man. That's it's. It was pretty bad. Either way, um, proud of proud of what we what we did. Um, I could sit here and, and, and think about it all weekend. Um, but uh, we've we we just did as a family. Everybody showed up. The coaching staff showed up. The players showed up. Um, the fans showed up. I mean, we're talking about we were worried about all these tickets going to Tennessee fans. I had somebody had told me that they had actually sent back half of their allotment from the original batch that we gave to them. So they actually gave originally had given back. So they were actually trying to buy back up what they had already given out. And uh, man, it was all dogs. That whole stadium, it was all red and black. So it was a beautiful thing to see. Um, but um, but anyway, if I wasn't uh, having to get on a flight, I would sit here and, and think about it a little more and uh, be able to, to dive in a little deeper. But um, yeah, thoughts on the um, thoughts on this weekend? Hey, real real quick, was do you think that that was the loudest you've ever heard Sanford Stadium? I I think so. I think it was. Um, I really do. It it was. Uh, oh man, it was. And it stayed loud the whole time. Yeah. And that was and then the- got louder, especially <laughs> whenever the rain happened. I mean, when the rain happened, everybody was losing their minds. I mean, I felt I felt like, like you said, it felt like it was in a dream. Uh, but, yeah, that's uh, – go I'd say – Go back and watch the uh, video, the, the reel that they posted, you know, highlighting the day. It's about a four-minute clip on their YouTube channel or their, their Twitter. And um, – and you just there's some clips of it when it was raining hard and people are yelling and hollering I'm like oh man this is this is cinematic like <laughs> this is awesome yeah yeah man yeah we could we could sit here and and, and talk about the Tennessee game till we're blue in the face but uh, we got a very limited amount of time and let's just I guess we can run into the Mississippi State game a little bit but I, this weekend is Mississippi State in Starkville. Uh, my brother and his wife and some of their friends are going. I uh, don't know why. <laughs> uh, it, there's nothing that that seems appealing to me about Starkville. I guess it's just you know one more one more college town to or one more SEC team to cross off the list. But um, this is one of those games that everybody kind of has been talking about. You know, if we get through Tennessee, this this could be a trap game. And the line is actually shorter than what I thought it would be. Uh, it's at like 16 and a half. Uh, doesn't scare me too much. Maybe maybe that means that it might be a little bit closer than we think it's going to be. But man, I. Nothing about this Mississippi State team is, is super intimidating. Um, they are basically the same team that we played in 2020, uh, you know, and I know they played uh, us to a touchdown uh, then, but, you know, that was not near the team that we have now uh, top to bottom. Uh, but it's essentially they're, they're the pass-heavy, uh, you know, Michael Leach uh, team. Uh, Will Rogers, is a, he's, a, he's a pretty darn good quarterback. He's very accurate. 
but man, I, it, it's it's tough for me to think. You know, they beat uh, LSU uh, pretty bad. Uh, I think it was Mike Leach's first first year, and everybody put them up so high, and then they got dismantled. <laughs> I can't remember who their opponent was the next weekend, but they got dismantled. And 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 since then, I just feel like this Mississippi State team can beat certain teams, but then there's certain teams that they can't touch. And so that's that's how I look at their program in the moment. But I, I, I just kind of overview there. What what do you think of Chance? Yeah, I, they are. They call him. Um, what, what's what's his what's his called the, the pirate and, and the pirate. Uh, and he yeah. just does everything he does. You just you just don't know. Like part of the game last week, he was taking the receivers' chairs on the sideline and folding them up and throwing them down. I don't know if you saw that. He said they don't deserve to sit down right now. And um, so he was spending time during the game flipping, closing their chairs up, and, and th- yeah. there's a clip of them doing that. And you don't know what he's going to say, what he's going to do. He, he, nothing is normal about what he does and how he coaches and, and what he, what they do as a team. So it's almost like, and Kirby refers to it as like when you're playing a Georgia Tech back in the day, you got a triple offense or triple option offense. It's just something you just don't see normally. And they are their own thing, but um, it depends on what day you catch them on. Uh, Will Rogers is great. It's you know, can we get? They're going to have quick passes, try to get the ball out of his hands as quickly as possible. So for us, we just don't need to let guys behind us. And um, similar to how we did this past week, it's just a, it's just a completely different offense altogether. And um, my main thing is I don't want to be lackadaisical in what we're getting going in there. Um, you got the cowbells, you've got all this stuff. But the thing that gives me hope too is that Auburn was able to be down what was it, 24 to three, and then come back and basically take it right down to the end. Uh, and, and and so it's. Really, and I'm going to say it every week for the rest of the year, the only team that can beat us is us. And so if we come in and do this and do things and just don't turn the ball over, <laughs> I'm like a broken freaking record. Uh, yeah. If we just play if we just play our game, we're going to be fine. And um, defense, just, just, be, just be stout and not let them um, – not let them get behind us and, and just see if we can get any pressure on, on Rodgers. So uh, it's a pretty simple formula to me. Uh, we we did a great job this past weekend of not having a lot of penalties. Uh, like I said, we had some pass interferences and things like that, but just not having some pre-snap penalties and things like that, just dumb stuff to put you behind the sticks and uh, make it harder to score points. But I, I, I would put any player we have on our team against any player they have. So uh, that, that's kind of where, where I'm at. Yeah, I mean, you look at uh, Mississippi State, uh, so just some numbers here for you. I mean, they really don't have a very high-scoring offense. Um, they're not even in the top 50 scoring offenses. They average 32.32.5 uh, uh, a game. But I think the most telling thing is, I mean, they're, they're a team that passes. I mean, they could pass 40 or 50 times a game easy. They pass that much, and they are still only averaging five yards more passing a game than we are. They're averaging 325. We're averaging 320. Um, this is a team that they have not played anybody of our caliber except for Alabama uh, this whole year. Uh, and they, the teams that they have played that have been decent teams, they have lost to. So I'm not sitting here and, and telling you this is going to be a cakewalk, but it just doesn't – there's nothing about this team that really scares me. Uh, but then again, this is why they – label put the label trap game on things like this and um you know the last time we were in starkville chancey was our our freshman year in college was the last time we played there and we lost that game i remember Uh, that and uh so i'm 
I'm not uh, I'm not going to chalk it up uh, as a win yet uh, by any means. Uh, we've got to go in there and take care of business. I love I, literally like you said all the chanceyisms like within like a two a couple sentences earlier. <laughs> uh, you know, just play our game. You know, stay focused. You know, the only team that can beat us is us and all that stuff. But I mean, it truly it is true. This is one of those games that. You stay focused and, 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 and focus on the goal and do. I mean, you play the same that you, we played against Tennessee, which we we're going to come in probably a little sleepwalk. I'll, I'll be honest. I think we're going to start off a little slow in this game, but we'll pick it up. And you just can't let a game like this turn into the same situation that we had against Missouri. Early turnovers can kill us, uh, Chancy. And also, uh, the, a big thing is there's a lot of motivation on this game because we win this game, we're in Atlanta no matter what. And so I'm thinking. You know, and that's with one SEC game uh, left, and then LSU's got Arkansas this weekend. If they win this weekend as well, then it's a uh, Georgia LSU uh, SEC championship. So a lot, a lot riding on this weekend, and I think, um, I think for us, it's going to be the media has has transferred all their their focus now to, to us. The, the, all the stuff that you saw on Tennessee, it's, to me, it's not as aggressive as it was. But now they're like, okay, it's Georgia and everybody else. And so, yeah. are we going to believe our own hype, and are we going to get caught up in the in the rat poison that, that's being spewed out about us right now? Because now it's like, okay, well, it's just it's Georgia. Georgia's going to go undefeated. They're going to get the playoff, and then they're going to figure things out. And it's like we got a lot of football left to play, and um, we, we've got a lot of stuff that's got to happen. And, and so we've got two two big road games um, that are not close, and, and so you you can't. This is the kind of game that Mike Leach will. Want to lay it all on the line for? I mean, everybody's going to be looking at us, and they're not—they're going to use their entire playbook. So you've got to watch for fake punts. You got to watch for um, all the fakes, all the reverses, all the the stuff that um, that uh, you you typically just do a little bit of scheming for. Michael Leach is liable to to do trick trick plays the whole game. You never know what he's going to what he's going to do. So um, anyway, I just I, I think we're in a uh, we're in a great spot. We've got the right guys, and people are getting healthy. And, uh, and so, if we can stay healthy, and going into this weekend, I feel I feel good about where we're at. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I, I know you got to run here in a second, and not ramble on by any means. But I mean, we talked about a lot about the offense, but their defense is actually fairly good this year. Uh, they they always have some interior defensive linemen, especially you know, that can wreak some havoc. So, um, man, I, as long I think a lot of it depends on. I mean, similar to the Tennessee game, you know, how effective is our offensive line at stopping pressure and, and how uh, how much havoc can we create on the other side of the line, you know, with our defensive line and or really our front seven. Uh, and 2-10 and and are ball players, baby. 2-10, and ten, I love them. Uh, Chancey, you, uh, you know, that's about as good as of a Mississippi State preview as we're going to probably get without, uh, you know, trying to uh, pull some teeth. But uh, you got any other closing thoughts on that? Uh, I think um, I think we're we're in, we're in a great place. Uh, we're this is just that one team you you kind of like looking at Mississippi State from a distance because you just don't know what you're capable of. But I feel good. I feel feel good about it, and um, I'm excited about where we're at. So hopefully we can finish it off. By the way, it's going to be cold. It's going to be uh, cold and and I think kind of windy. Uh, I don't know if the wind is coming in from from that storm or what, but yeah, it's going to be. It's going to be, uh, I think, kickoff is supposed to be like 45 degrees. So, uh, Oh, hey, the video came back. Hey, the video came back. I'm trying, trying to save my save my bandwidth. So, 
I've got to run to my, uh, i got to get on my plane, so try to get back to Georgia before this hurricane comes through. So uh, if you hear a lot of audio in the background, I'm going to try my best to get rid of it, but we'll, uh, we'll see how we, we'll see how it all goes. <laughs> Sounds good, brother. Hey, go dogs. Hey, dogs on top. Hey.